Hey guys, it's Toby. Before this episode gets started, I just wanted to put a little disclaimer that something went wrong with our new recording equipment again, so the audio didn't turn out the best, but I hope you continue to listen to it because we have some very lovely uh, guests on our show. So again, we're trying to work out the technical difficulties with all of our equipment, and uh, I hope you can just bear with us through some of these little rough times that we go through. Anyways, I'm going to play some uh, promos from some of our friends, and then it'll get into the episode. Thank you very much. Hey there, fellow podcast fans. Do you love comic books and especially Swamp Thing? Get out of the bayou. So do we. Come check out the Parlapod Show, the world's only podcast dedicated to the muck-encrusted mockery of a man himself, Swamp Thing. This is some serious arcane audio. As we chat with comic book professionals, reviews, spoofs, talk about back issues, everything swampy under the sun happens here. Give us a listen at Parlapod.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podomatic, our YouTube channel, and we're on every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on PodcastRadioNetwork.net. Join your hosts, Dave and John, Parlapod.com. Let's go into the green. We'll see you in the swamps. Do you long for the good old Saturdays, filled with morning cartoons and sugary cereal? How about the lazy days, just vegging in front of the telly all afternoon? Well, I do, and that's why Saturday Morning Pajamas was created. Tune in every Wednesday and Saturday for a good old dose of nostalgia, B-movies, and the latest cinematic hits. Check us out at www.nonoms.net. That's www.nonoms.net. Hey, this is Nock from the Geek Yogurt Podcast. Tune in every week as we discuss movies, TV, comics, and video games. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Satchel, or on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Yogurt Podcast and weigh in on our weekly topics. You are listening to the Secret Transmission Podcast, discussing conspiracies, paranormal, and the strange. podcast about the strange and unusual, the secret and conspiracies, the fringe and the supernatural. This is a show where we do little to no research on our topics. We are not professionals in any field, except speculation. This is the Secret Transmission Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the Philadelphia Experiment. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. My name is Toby, and I am your host. I am sitting around with my co-host. Please introduce yourselves. Kristen. Rudy. Tyler. And we also have two very special guests on Skype with us doing their United States tour of podcasting.
the tattooed bananas. Yeah, we're here. We're... Hey, I- I've said y'all's name faster than y'all usually say it on y'all's show. Well, I'm Phineas. <laughs> and I'm Bill. It-, it usually takes y'all a little while to-, to introduce that y'all are the tattooed bananas, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. We oh, usually yeah. make it, yeah, what, bad. like 30, 35 minutes in before we actually remember that that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, today... It's just always so exciting. <laughs> y'all, yes. just, y'all jump right in and y'all just uh, skip past the name and just get right into it. Yeah, that's what we try to do. What What are y'all drinking? Um, I have chocolate milk. Chocolate milk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but in honor of what the topic is tonight, I've put some Philadelphia cream cheese right into it. So I made it into <laughs> a cream cheese float. It's delicious. <laughs> Well, that is what we're going to talk about today, is the Philadelphia Experiment. Do you guys know what the Philadelphia Experiment was before we uh, brought it up as a topic? Yes. No. (laughs) I'm clueless. Yeah, there we go. It's it's a great one. Yeah, it is. Did y'all ever see the movie from like 1980? I never saw it, no. No, No, but it's, it's definitely on the list of something I want to check out. Yeah, I've never watched it. I heard it doesn't hold up, though, for... Yeah, it's probably like one of those goofy sci-fi. It's probably like in the the realm of Sharknado, right? Of right. Philly experiment. <laughs> so, the Philadelphia experiment was a. Uh, <laughs> I'm, yep. There's my world famous messing up so much. One. <laughs> they've been counting it with, with the new episodes. They've been starting to count every time I mess up. So that's the counter. Well, it's funny. I I have that in my notes right here too. It said the Philadelphia experiment was a. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's that is scientifically accurate. Oh yeah. Well, so at least I'm on the right track. So yeah, you got it. You got it. You're good. <laughs> the Philadelphia experiment was a naval military experiment at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Sometimes around sometime around August 12, 1943 or October 28, 1943, people claim different dates. So that's why there's two different dates and we'll get to that later. The plan was to make the USS Eldridge invisible. They wanted to cloak the ship to the human eye for a short time period and uh, most People believe that this was part of a project called Project Rainbow. So, I'm going to give you a little bit of history about the ship. Just a real summed up history. The USS Eldridge was DE-173. It's a destroyer escort. It was launched on July 25th, 1943. It was placed out of commission in reserve on June 17th, 1946. On January 1951, it was transferred to Greece, where it was named J.S. Leon D-54. It was later decommissioned on November 5th, 1992, and sold as scrap on November 1999. So the reason I'm giving all these dates is... These dates, the ship was in commission during the Philadelphia Experiment, which was, what I say, October... I lost my notes. 43? Yeah. October 28th. So it was in commission. Yeah. No, I had something else too where it said that it wasn't... um, It said that it wasn't even in 
the United States until like October of that year, like later on, because it said it was in the Bahamas. And supposedly it said it never went to Philadelphia, but that's like just the debunking of the whole conspiracy theory. So I guess those dates could have been made up and documents forged. Right. Yeah. See, and that's what a lot of the uh, conspiracy theorists think is that the military has gone back and forged the documents to make it match up to. Right. You know, where they can say, oh, anyone that says this happened is crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um, the experiment is open to speculation of what they were testing. Some of the possibilities were magnetic invisibility, radar invisibility, optical invisibility, or degaussing to make the ship immune to magnetic mines and missiles. Sorry, I, I have to pause sometimes. To, I edit it out. <laughs> we're very heavily edited, by the way. No, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever Pokemon you got to go after, you, you, know, you, <laughs> you know it. Don't don't stop on our account. Um, <laughs> the believed plans for the experiment were to were the believed plans that for the experiment that were actually tested was by wrapping a electromagnetic. God damn it. That's another one I can't say. Electromagnetic? Electromagnetic? I can't say electromagnetic. <laughs> it was supposed to like... Forget you flashcards. <laughs> it was supposed to be like <laughs> an electromagnetic bottle that would wrap around the ship to either absorb or deflect radar waves. The bottle was created by... Some claim that it was two, some claim that it was four, massive Tesla coils, which acted as electromagnetic. Said it there generators Nailed so it. one or two was mounted at the front and one or two were mounted at the back to make this work um others say a bunch of magnetic generators were used when activated the electromagnetic field would extend out from the ship and divert radar waves around them making them invisible to any radar receiver so what is claimed happened when the tests were actually started, the electromagnetic field increased in strength and actually extended out about 100 yards in all directions of the ship, forming a large sphere, and the ship became a fuzzy, energy green, hazy color, and eventually started to fade out, and you could just see the outline of the boat and the sailors on it, and a blue flash happened and they disappeared. The ship instantly transported a couple hundred miles to Norfolk, Virginia. After a few minutes, the ship disappeared again, only to reappear in Philadelphia. So that's, that's, uh, they, they, uh, teleported, more or less. Yeah, that, the crazy stuff happens. Right. But that's not even the craziest part about this. No, no, it gets even better. So, the crew apparently didn't work out for them as well. You know, the ship manifested and it was okay. But for the crew, the phasing effect when it disappeared had a drastic effect on them. Uh, during the experiment, the crew members found that they could walk through solid objects. But when the experiment was shut down and everything began to solidify, the men found themselves embedded in walls, decks, and railings of the ship. So... It wasn't a good day for the sailors. So Tyler, Tyler, he was a he's a navy man. 
He just recently got out. Did you ever phase through any walls or anything? Okay. <laughs> I can't say I have. <laughs> so... Oh, you're not allowed to say it, are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a lot of the men went crazy yeah, after this. Um, some of the men just vanished. They were just gone. Some of the men entered into what is called the freeze. This is where a man faded from view, unable to move, speak, or otherwise affect his surroundings. So he was a ghost, pretty much. And initially, the freeze effect lasted only a few minutes to a few hours. The invisible crew members uh, were still visible to the other sailors who had survived the original experiment. So if we were all on the boat and, I don't know, Bill starts fading out, we could still see him, but anyone else that wasn't on the ship couldn't see him. He was just gone like right. a ghost. Yeah, they're within that um, field. Lost my place. Sorry. <laughs> We're very <laughs> unprofessional. Hey, that's fine. We we definitely don't do any preparation for our shows. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. We just jump into it and see what happens. <laughs> no, no, we don't have any idea what's going on. So, the deep freeze would also drive these men insane. Uh, the only way to counteract this was for another survivor to place their hand on them to bring them back. Uh... They had a name for it, and I forgot to write it down. But if you put your hand on the person that's turning into a ghost, you could bring them back. Uh, they stopped doing this, though, after two of the men burst into flames while trying to bring the other one back. And apparently they both stayed burning for 18 days, and they weren't able to put them out. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff that was reported. I'd never heard that one before. Yeah, that, one was a, that one was a weird one that I... I that was the only really, really weird one that I found for right. for this. Seeing the horrible effect, after effects of the experiment, the Navy discontinued all further research into radar and optical invisibility. The surviving crewmen were discharged as mentally unfit for duty, and many were placed in insane asylums. Science was not quite done conducting research on electromagnetic fields or radar and its effect on, human, on the human mind. Project Rainbow may have been disbanded, but the Phoenix Project was just getting started. I didn't look into the Phoenix Project, but I think that's probably going to come up again in the future, and we'll have to look yeah. more into that. I'm going to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> was this Is still the briefing of the ship? Huh? Yeah, was, well, no, no, no. I'm you getting, said brief. Hey, well, no, 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 no. The, I gotta pee. You go pee, then. Don't flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Take your e-cig, stupid. There could be a Pokemon in there. You don't want to drown. <laughs> that's where she's going. The yeah. Hard. Where's her phone? Her phone's right here. Say she hide her phone. That way she can't catch Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the 1930s, Nikola Tesla was involved with a group that was experimenting with moving through time and space. Also in the 30s, the University of Chicago investi investigated the possibility th through the use of electro electricity. Jesus. In 1939, the project was moved to Princeton's Institute of Advanced Studies. This isn't too far from, the Phil uh, from Philadelphia. They were able to make small objects invisible. They presented this technology to the government. The military wanted to pursue it for obvious war tactics. The government conducted a test using animals on the USS Eldridge at the New York Navy Yard on August 27th, 1943. That's why people say that there's two different dates. 
because yeah. they believe that they were already doing these tests before the, the, the main Philadelphia experiment happened. When they, when they did this, uh, they did make the uh, animals invisible, but when they materialized, many of the animals were missing, some had radiation, and others had burn marks. Uh, no extra genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they had extra limbs or extra, extra nothing. But not that it was reported. But then again, it could have happened, and we just didn't know about it. Right. <laughs> so there's there's a story that how this uh, this originally got leaked out. One of the ways it got leaked out was there's a bunch of sailors from the Philadelphia experiment, and uh, they were at a bar drinking. And they Sounds got about right. <laughs> says the sailor man. Uh, they uh, so they got into a fight, and when they started fighting with everyone, they started turning invisible. And that's when nice. people were like, "What the fuck's going on?" Right. I hadn't heard that one either. Uh, well, and see, that's that a great was... way to fight. Right. <laughs> invisible. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you start a giant bar fight, and then you just go invisible, and you're like, oh, game over. I don't have to do anything Hit else. someone with a chair, and then be like, invisible. So, the main way that this all came to the light, though, was a guy named Carl Murdith Allen. Uh, he went by the name Carlos Miguel Allen. I can't say his last name, so we're just going to call him Allen. Mm-hmm. He sent a series <laughs> of letters to a astronomer and a writer... Morris K. Jessup. Jessup wrote several UFO books, including The Case for the UFO. Jessup also believed that a breakthrough revision of Albert Einstein's unified field theory would be a critical empowering a future generation of spacecraft. So, in that book, Jessup talks about Albert Einstein's unified field theory, which is too much science for me to understand what it is exactly. But... This Allen guy contacted him thinking that that theory has something to do with the time travel and and the teleportation. So that's why he started sending this guy uh, letters in the mail. Um, Allen claimed that he was on the SS Andrew... How do you say that, Kristen? Fierseth. 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 The USS Fierseth. Andrew Fierseth. Okay. During the second experiment, uh, which was the one where all the the Navy men turned invisible, uh, he said he witnessed it from that other ship. Um, he saw it emerge in the waters of Norfolk and quickly disappear into thin air. As proof... Here, you can read some of this, Kristen, because you like to read. Mm. I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Read that. Must be a lot of big words in it. No, I just want her to read because I'm kind of reading. As proof of these fantastic claims, Ellen Day referred vaguely to articles in unnamed regional papers and listed a few names of persons with whom he supposedly witnessed this experiment. He left the trail cold when no proof was able to be presented. In 1957, Jessup was contacted by the Office of Naval Research, ONR, in Washington, D.C., and was asked to study the contents of a package that they had received. It was a paperback copy of his book, The Case for the UFO, 
It had been mailed to the ONR in a manila envelope and had Happy Easter written on it. The book had been heavily annotated to the margins with three different ink colors. The ONR officer asked Jessup if he knew who had done this. I can't see because of the microphone. Oh. Sorry, y'all. The ONR claimed that the annotations appeared to detail a correspondence among three individuals, only one of which is given a name, Jimmy. The ONR labeled the other two Mr. A and Mr. B. The annotators referred to each other as gypsies and discussed two different types of people living in outer space. The notes were written with capitalization and punctuation marks in the wrong spots. Their references to the Philadelphia experiment suggested prior or superior knowledge. (laughs) One example is that Mr. B reassures his fellow annotators who have highlighted a certain theory which Jessup advanced. Based on the handwriting style and subject matter, Jessup identified Mr. A as Alan. Some people believe the other two handwritings were also Alan. So, basically what's happened is Alan tried to get uh, Jessup to look into the Philadelphia experiment and he could give two shits less about it because there was no proof behind it. So, Alan took it upon himself to get his book and explain write all these little notes in it and then send it to the Navy and say, look, this is, this is exactly what you used for your, uh, your time travel teleportation. And mm. now the Navy is like, Hey, Jessup, this is your book. Do you know who's doing this? Right. So he had the previous letters matched them up and everything. Where are we at? The annotated book supposedly sparked sufficient interest for the ONR to fund a small printing of the volume by the Texas-based Vero Manufacturing Company. A 2003 transcription of the annotated Vero edition is available online, complete with three color notes. Later, the ONR con- contacted Jessup, claiming that the return address on Allende's or Allende's, I don't know how to say that name, letter to, to Jessup was an abandoned farmhouse. They also informed Jessup that the Vero Corporation, a research firm, was preparing a print copy of the annotated version of the case for the UFO, complete with both letters he had received. About 100 copies of the Vero edition were printed and distributed within the Navy. Jessup was also sent three for his own use. Jessup attempted to make a living writing on the subject of UFOs, but his follow-up books did not sell well and his publisher rejected several other manuscripts. And in 1958, his wife left him with his friends, described him as being depressed and somewhat unstable when he traveled to New York. After returning to Florida, he was involved in a serious car accident and was slow to recover, which added to his depression. So this is where it's about to get strange again. So... (laughs) What did you just do? (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) we're not used to so many wires around us. (laughs) They can't see us. I know. Kristen yeah, almost she really, she really had to catch that one, man. It's a oh. <laughs> Sorry. Put your phone down. Jesus. Everyone's pulling out their phones to play Pokemon right now. It's a ghastly. I'm sorry. I almost died trying to pull, grab my phone. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's not my fault. You're the one who introduced us to the game. I didn't know you could play Pokemon. Oh, you blame the dealer. What? You, uh, you haven't heard about the new Pokemon Go? Bill's behind Focus, guys. Focus. Why your routes to going where you're going are so slow right, because people right. are stopping in front of you to get Pokestops? 
So <clears throat> he was he was in this accident, and on April nineteenth, nineteen fifty nine, Jessup contra- contacted Doctor Mason Valentine and arranged to meet with him the next day, claiming to have a claiming to have made a breakthrough regarding an event known as the Philadelphia Experiment. So this guy didn't have any clue about it. He was going to meet up with them and figure out like what was going on. The next day, Jessup was found dead in Dady County, Florida, with a hose between the exhaust pipe and a rear window of his vehicle, filling his car with toxic exhaust fumes. Suicide. Hmm. 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 Yeah, a little curious. Dade hmm. County. Dade County. D- what I say? Well, I don't know. Oh, whatever. Dade County. Dade good. So, some of his friends claim that he possibly had been driven to suicide by the uh, by the case of the Allen or whatever. Uh, other friends said that he was extremely depressed uh, just from going through the divorce, the car accident, everything, you know, leading up to it, uh, and that he had been discussing suicide with his friends for several months before he acted. So, you want to read this? Yeah, this I'll read Pokemon it. Queen? Sorry. Right here. <laughs> okay. Wait, the office? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> the Office of Naval Research ONR stated in September 1996, ONR has never conducted investigations on radar invisibility either in 1943 or at any other time. Pointing out that the ONR was not established until 1946, it denounces the accounts of the Philadelphia's experiment as complete science fiction. A reunion of Navy veterans who had served aboard the USS Eldridge told a Philadelphia newspaper in April 1999 that their ship had never made port in Philadelphia. Further evidence discounting the Philadelphia Experiment timeline comes from the USS Eldridge Complete World War II Action Report, including the remarks section of the 1943 deck log available in microfilm. So, they're, again, the Navy's saying, we didn't ever trash crap like that. And now they're making everybody else say so, too. Maybe. So, yeah, yeah all, all the, everyone that was on the ship is Tyler. Tyler's smiling real big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mofos off. What do you know, Tyler? I know nothing. They're like Oprah. You get a Navy oh. ship. You get a Navy ship. You get a Navy ship. <laughs> okay. It sounds like he knows more than he's letting on. <laughs> he does. He knows he something about reptilians. Oh, God. <laughs> not the same. Oh, yeah. not this. I've been interrogated like three times already. <laughs> so tired of being interrogated about what I already know. <laughs> so... Many believe that Carl Allen had established history of psychiatric illness. God damn it! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And who may have been have fabricated the primary history of the experiment as a result of his illness. Many men had came forward claiming to be him, uh, but they could never produce a semen number. <laughs> semen yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. I'll always laugh. <laughs> What's your semen count? Do you know points? your semen number? Yeah. Why haven't we made any semen jokes for Tyler? <laughs> oh, trust me. He he got them a lot when he first came back after oh, yeah. uh, boot camp. Um. Oh yeah. Do you know your Do you is know you, your semen number? Yeah. Is it in the billions? <laughs> <laughs> is it fertile? Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All these guys kept coming forward with their with their number, 
or, or, or they were coming forward saying that they were the Allen guy that wrote the letters originally, mm-hmm. but the 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 real Allen put his number on the letters, so they couldn't match anything. So they were all turned down. Copycats. Yeah, just trying to get some kind of fame, I guess. I don't know. So, because a lot of people were making money publish, publishing the books and stuff and, and like, reprinting his uh, letters, uh, the real Alan got pissed off. Because everyone's making money off of his original letters. Uh, in 1969, he ended up turning himself into the Aerial Phenomena Research Organization office in Tucson, Arizona, and confessed the entire thing was a hoax. I read that all without missing a word. I was very proud of you because I Hell yeah. it's going to be doomed from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that aerial phenomena, I know I was, I was like, oh, I shit when done. I saw that. I was like, oh no, Kristen should have read shit, this. He's under. Apparently, on July eighth, nineteen seventy nine, Alan had recanted his confession, but I really couldn't find anything else on this. Um... All the sites I went to to look up the information on Alan, they're always in German or French or languages I don't know. You can't mm. speak those? I can't speak those. Dang. Translator. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He uh, he ended up dying in 1994. I couldn't figure out from what, but he died in a nursing home. Yeah, but who's to say that he ever even came in there and said anything? He could, that's just what they could have been saying. He may have never even shown back up. Well, they 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 finally found his brother and like found all his family. And they interviewed him. I listened to an interview with his brother, and who say he turned himself in, and then since he was never seen again, did his family even see him, or did the government do something with him? What do you think the government did with him? Killed him on that boat, so he's haunted by it forever. He's he's one of the invisibles. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the ghosts that they try to light on fire. So with everything looking like it may be a hoax. I got a few questions to ask. Why did the Office of Naval Research, the ONR, come and question the writer Morris K. Jessup over the notes left on the book on in the book that was sent to him? Like, why were they concerned with some crazy man's notes? Maybe there was some yeah. It usually specific. lends some credibility to something. Yeah, maybe there was something specific that he mentioned in it that's like, oh, hey, this guy knows something. They were just trying Either to knows it. too much, or that, or he made it sound too good to where it would have made them look bad. Right, right. But it, but it wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with Jessup. It was this Allen guy. That well, I guess. Well, they don't know that. I mean, I could sit here and write notes on the side of my own book and be like, "Oh, look what some crazy person did." <laughs> so they, so they met Morris and they more met Allen, the two different people. Yes. Okay, because I was gonna say, what if it was the same person? That would have been cool. <laughs> He's got multiple personalities. No, well, like see, writers, like different authors the Allen, write underneath a different name. The, the Allen guy that actually wrote in the book with all the notes, he used three different shades of of ink. Um, but it was he was trying to act like three different people. That's why they called him uh, Jesse, Mr. A, Mr. B, and Jimmy, and... Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. So he was trying to be. I don't know what he was trying to do, but he had all kinds of notes. And apparently, that's what one of the things in the interview I listened to with his brother, they had said something along the lines of, uh, he used to do that in all his books. And then he would send them to the authors to to, be, to show his perspective on whatever book he was reading. It's just so that he would never get found, I'm sure. Okay. That way, 
And maybe maybe that way he looked crazy and no one would ever come back to him, but it still is good information. I don't know. Yeah, but if you wanted to stay credible, why would you make yourself look crazy? That that doesn't make he any sense. He didn't want to be credible until people started pretending to be him. And then he got pissed. Because they were making him look like a complete fucking idiot. Well, that's why you don't go crazy when on the get-go. You go with, you know, hey, I'm legit from the start. But is there is there any way that the they pretty much claim the the navy says nope we didn't try any kind of test to do this and they came after him like they they seeked him out after seat reading his notes right is that is there not right. anything fishy about that what do they think what what do you guys think i think there's got to be i mean and then the way he ends up dying too um I don't know. Did you guys? Did you guys ever read the book "Behold a Pale Horse"? Huh. You got to check that out. There's a really good chapter in there about the Philadelphia experiment, and same kind of thing. The guy who ended up writing supposedly he was in the Navy and he worked for Naval Research, and he ended up dying under mysterious circumstances. And it kind of parallels with what happened with Jessup. I mean, this guy that wrote the book, um, William Cooper, he didn't die until I want to say like late '90s, um, but you know, just same kind of curious stuff that, that goes on, like where people start writing about things that, you know, maybe a lot of conspiracy circles look at as, um, you know, kind of like their, their keystones to it. But then, you know, you get some organizations that come and question you and, you know, it kind of lends that credibility that there is something real going on here and maybe you've stumbled upon too much. See, and and that's that's what a lot of people... A lot of people believe that, you know, this this gets legs because the Navy did kind of say, hey, <laughs> where's this guy at? We need to talk yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what sometimes makes these things that may be nothing credible is that the government went looking for it. Like, if they would have never asked about the book or anything, this wouldn't be anything right now. This would just be one guy with a... a just a weird story. Like, well, hey, I saw saying, something. Like, it could have been... That's why they they could have been looking for him because it was either good or they could have been looking for him because it was like, oh, you're making too much, you know, like headway on this and you're making a big story around us when we don't need it right now. Because in 58, there was a lot going on, wasn't there? That's when it said it happened? Mm-hmm. 58, there was? No. World, just... World, World, uh, World War Two was over. Yeah, it was just War, ending, though. though, right? So... Cold War. Was was it Korea? Korea? So see? So, I mean, yeah. they didn't need all that attention. They didn't need all this when was crazy yeah, stuff going true. on. A long time. Yeah, it's a big period of time. A lot happened in in fifty eight because that's when my mom was born. After World War Two, that's whenever tensions get high between. Anyway, so it was probably height of the Cold War, so they probably didn't want too much else coming out if they were doing other experiments or, you know, testing other things. Do you think it could be something that maybe maybe the the Navy didn't want? Maybe they wanted to talk to this guy because they didn't want to give. other countries' ideas or something? Maybe they were like, come join us, because we don't know how to do this, and you seem to know all about it, so let's <laughs> let's make this happen. That's what they were doing. They yeah, were maybe, trying to yeah. get him on their team. Yeah, maybe that was part of it, too. They were trying to recruit him, and he didn't want any part of it. You know what I mean? Who knows what kind of conversations could have went on when they went to talk to him about everything. Right. What about the fact that uh, Jessup, his, uh, how he committed suicide... I think that's 
Oh. After, so, okay, so a lot of the reports that I read said that it was just one guy that said that he was even working on anything related to the Philadelphia experiment. Because he had kind of given up on that and tried to keep writing books about UFOs and stuff. And right. all of a sudden, he comes back with, oh, I've got something on the Philadelphia experiment. So just one guy ends up dead the next day. But Yeah, it's a little bizarre timing. Yeah, but that he only told one guy is what makes that... Maybe that's like a after the fact, like someone added that info... You know, just to make this whole case weirder. we. But that one guy knows all the right people. That's all it takes. And then if the uh, Navy, yeah. like, being such a high, like, power, then they come after that guy. He could, They could have drove him crazy to do it, or it could have been staged. Well, true. And, and pre- maybe he felt his family was in danger, and that was his only way out to just keep his family safe. In, in our previous episodes, we've noticed, like, in our Ed Gein, I always go back to the Ed Gein episode because it's easiest... It's easy for people to, like, backtrack and say, like, oh, he was crazy. He was always crazy. Like, you know, you may have never said that someone's crazy up until after they've done something crazy. And then you're like, oh, I knew it. There was always something off about him. So it makes... pull the crazy out of him. Yeah. It it, it makes me think, wonder if this guy was, like, remembering him talk about the Philadelphia Experiment and this guy coming up and and maybe he was just like oh i think he was going to tell me something about that and then he killed himself the next day you know like maybe retro he just plugging it into 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 much like over his head like he that knew makes that sense. it was going to be bad <laughs> well i'm saying like 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 <laughs> no. let's just say a month later he's he starts telling people like yeah it's real weird the day before he died I, he was wanting to talk to me about about this but that conversation never happened it's something maybe he, but if the Navy was watching him after the initial incident with the book, and he, you know, told someone, "Hey, I know something," they overheard that. The Navy could have been watching yeah. all along. In right. fact, we got a Navy man right here in front of us, and he exactly. could be watching us because oh, we're doing this podcast, yeah. and it's conspiracy yeah. things. And you could be running back and telling them. It could have been the damn Soviets that killed him. Oh, blame it on the Soviets. <laughs> it was probably them. Do you think that? He was murdered, or do you think it was suicide? I think he was murdered. Murdered. I say murdered. Yeah, yeah I, I say murdered. You think it was a hit? If he was living a happy life. As we've covered before, you know, the government's not very nice when it comes to keeping their secrets, so. I'll yeah, I mean, we did that on the John F. Kennedy thing. Right. Wait, did we do the John F. Kennedy thing? No, no we haven't. Oh. We talked about it. No, we, we just really talked about, talk about it. it. <laughs> So, have you heard of the Montauk Project? A little bit, yeah. Just from reading up on this again. You're going to have to refresh my memory because I'm not sure. I figure we're going to do a full episode, so I'm just going to give the bare bones of this. Basically, they continued the research from the Philadelphia Experiment. And it gets... It's it's really ridiculous. Um... So, they are trying to work on time travel, teleportation, they're working with aliens, <laughs> um, someone ends up coming, they go back to the Philadelphia Experiment and steal the technology and bring it back to now. I don't know, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happen, but apparently that's tied into all of this. Huh. Now, would. Do you think this would have anything to do with Jessup being murdered? 
Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah, you didn't think. Yeah, you didn't think about people going back and forth through time. If we're gonna accept that as as a reality here, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, let's just we'll just throw that up with the guy that jumps back and forth or whatever, and then he tries to kill himself. But it's his younger self. Hot tub time machine? No, is it Looper? <laughs> looper. Yeah. Looper. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we knew. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. what if it is yeah, like a Looper cool. situation? Yeah. Where whenever they show up, they try to, like the gun to the head. Hmm. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, and he's pointing it at himself, and it's like Inception and Land Before Time, and everything just. <laughs> really, really this time it's table? somebody holding a hose from the back of an exhaust. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, shit, I'm in the passenger seat. Got again. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to be in the All driver's right, we, seat. We figured it out. <laughs> Flooper. <laughs> well, I mean, ghost ship. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we'll we'll really get into the Montauk project one day, but it's <laughs> the aliens helping the government is what always throws me off. Now it may be reptilians. I, I don't remember. I just, I watched like a six minute video and I was like, okay, this is a lot deeper than I really want to go into this right now. It's always reptilians. It's, oh, God. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, Tyler's logo on Crocodilian his ship had a reptilian on it, and he won't admit it. it. <laughs> admit it. Right it now. had a crocodile on there. Oh, see, he's trying to just wiggle his way out of it. Yeah, he's trying to make it sound not so sinister. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a crocodile. It's a poor little crocodile. But yeah, it's just a crocodile eating the earth. Don't yeah. worry about it. Everything's fine. The crocodile is standing up. It looks like it's running, doesn't it? Yeah, it's running and holding the earth remember. and smiling. That's, that's <laughs> sure, not even mine. Yeah. It's like a Ninja Turtles villain. Yeah. <laughs> The Ninja Turtles are going to save us from the reptilians. reptilians yeah. <laughs> I'd so, watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to take the Jessup way out if that happens. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> Ooh, that was bad. Wow. You're talking about the same person who said it's okay to eat out of skull cereal bowls. Oh, yeah. It, also, in the Ed Gein episode, she did say she would eat out of uh, skull, skull bowls. I said at least skull he was bowls. utilizing every part of that he got. That's I mean, fantastic. Are they dishwasher safe? <laughs> I think sure. we talked about that too. <laughs> I'm definitely sure they then are. Then you're okay. You're fine. Heat resistant, so. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. You can even put it on the heat. Put it in the heat microwave. Cycle. Oh, yeah. What does that smell like? It's got to be so good. Mm. Oh, just brain matter. Uh, Leftovers would be amazing. I don't know, but I'll have five, please. <laughs> What's in this little cup? I don't care. <laughs> Keep sending them down. Like, you can drink out of your teacup. I'm going to drink out of my skull cup. There we go. Oh, that's badass. So, Phineas, you said that your grandfather worked at a fire station in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, he, he was a um, he was a civilian fire captain at the Naval Yard after World War II. He was a fighter pilot in the in the Air Force, and then he worked for the fire department, and eventually he became captain. But he told my dad, he, he died a long time ago when I was younger, probably like 20-some-odd years ago, but he used to talk to my dad about it a lot, and he would talk about, you know, some of the older sailors that would come through, and they would tell stories about they witnessed the experiment and the same kind of stories that you know you were talking about before about some of the sailors being fused to the ship um you know people disappearing 
people bursting into flames. It was it was all things that you know he he didn't see firsthand, but he got from you know accounts from other people coming through the naval yard. Weird. Yeah. So, I mean, did he did he ever meet any of the? Well, I mean, I know you probably don't know for sure, but did he ever meet any of the sailors? You think? That's that's what my dad had said because that's where he he said most of the stories came from. He didn't he didn't take them from you know Your like dad's side of the family is always getting into trouble, man. I know it's true. <laughs> it's true. First the pirate thing and then this. Pirate. Yeah. The pirate thing. Yeah. When uh, all right. So my my great great uncle is Sir Francis Drake, the um, the English sea pirate who oh. defeated the Spanish Armada. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, nice. so he, he goes way back. So now you know part of my name. So part of it is Sir is Francis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going with anything silly like Sir Francis. I stick with Phineas. <laughs> so, yeah, I got the, the pirate side and then this, this weird uh, Philadelphia experiment side too. So that's what my dad had always talked about, and he would tell other stories about how they developed, like different technologies there. Um, he told me a story about how they were working on a boat um, that was it was shaped like a cigar, and he remembers my grandfather going down there just to check it out because they had it dry docked, and then there was like a line that went around the entire side of the boat, and um, there were no windows. It didn't look like there was any entry points, but. They claimed that they could get it to float within an inch of this line, and he said, "You know, damned if they didn't." They they dropped it in the water a week later, and there it was, just floating along. And he said he never saw it again, but it, he said he there was a lot of strange things that that came out of the naval yard. But the one he talks about the most was the experiment. Tyler, so care to explain? This is all news to me. Never heard of such a thing. It, so it makes me wonder, like. How many people actually saw both events? Like, you know, it happening. Where did I say it happened? The where they ended up? Norfolk. Oh, Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, because this this uh, Alan dude, mm-hmm. he says he saw it. So was he the only one on that ship that saw it happen? Yeah, that's a good question. The other thing that I read too was that supposedly, and so some of the people that that saw. You know, the Eldridge go from Philly to Norfolk, you know, within a matter of seconds. Um, they claimed that they were on merchant ships and they didn't have the same access to the same rivers that the people at the Naval Yard would have. And they said they could have made a day trip from Philly to Norfolk using the Chesapeake and the Delaware outlets. And supposedly that was part of where the debunking came in, too. But that's, you know. That's for I guess somebody else to figure out. But if you're if you're saying it's it's there in a matter of seconds and then back, I don't think it's the same kind of thing as you know, you know, people not being able to correspond with each other about when it got there and when it left. Right. See, that's what I've heard too. That you know, it disappeared from one bay and it showed up in another like three minutes later. Right. And then it phased out and it came back within like seconds after it left. Yeah, so there was that whole time I, travel I possible aspect to it part. too. No, you're not behind it, Bill. No, no, I like the rest of the story. I could, I could buy like 
maybe you can make it vanish somehow, like a, a magician or some shit. But <laughs> to have it show up somewhere else, like there's no way, dude. Like you that if you could teleport, I'd be doing it already. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, they did. I, I saw one interview where they uh, <laughs> they. They interviewed a magician or something, or, or they had a, a magician that claimed that he could make a boat disappear. Was and, it Chris Angel? Huh? Like, yeah, Chris Angel. <laughs> David Copperfield. <laughs> oh. I don't. I don't remember who it was, but uh, they uh, they 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 questioned him like, "Can you make a boat disappear?" And he, what he ended up doing was making a picture of a boat disappear or something goofy like that. Oh. <laughs> but it was then, him in the bathtub just yeah. trying to put a boat underneath his butt. <laughs> but see, he he did tell them, like, I do have some ideas on how to help y'all's, uh, how, how to be invisible. I'm quoting invisible. And apparently he did talk to them and he's never, he died, took it to his grave of whatever he told them. Supposedly. Oh, more conspiracy. So, I don't know, Tyler. What do you know about that? <laughs> Tyler Always hates when I call him out. Like, he, he looks yeah. at me like, I'm going to fucking kill you when we hit stop. That's <laughs> what just in really. Yeah, the, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I watch so many videos on YouTube to get my research on this. <sighs> you know what? I feel confident the United States is safe because we have... The information from a magician. <laughs> Wait, Tyler, were you a naval magician? I wish. That should be Oh, a that would have been so good. Let's just say just... he was he was a magician. He was hiding balls. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> would, would it be like a belly button magician? Oh, yeah, that's oh, that's perfect. What's a belly button magician? Yeah. He's a naval magician. <laughs> uh. Perfect. He still hasn't got it. He's still looking at me like, what? Yeah. Nailed it. Naval. The naval. Oh. <laughs> Had to spell so it good. out for you. Thank you. So good. Maybe that's where this all comes from. Maybe Jessup was killed because he didn't want to be a naval magician. <laughs> and then, what was it? Carl Allen. Same kind of thing. He wouldn't get on board with it. So it was, it was well, them trying to form... A traveling band of naval magicians, <laughs> and nobody they wanted. They just go like Indy to Audi and back again, <laughs> in rhythm to a song or something. I don't know. Maybe that's how they. It's they pretty tight, though. That's how you time tra- or you time travel or teleport. Is you well, make your, your make your Indy go to an Audi oh. and keep doing that. It's that- like stomp, but with your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to try that when we're done. I'm going to see if I can get my Innie to become an Audi. Uh, I think you can do it. If you can get it to go fast enough, I think you can uh, generate enough kinetic energy to... I'm trying to sound scientific. You got it. Uh, Keep going. I was was going with it, and then I realized I don't know science words. (laughs) Just say, like, electrons and neutrons a bunch of times. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. If your belly button goes in and out at 88 miles per hour, you can time travel. Perfect. There it is. Perfect. Is that the unified field theory? I think that's what it was. stumbled upon? (laughs) Einstein was sitting there like, guys, it's just, it's all about the belly button. Yeah. Well, no, he was playing with his his rectum, and it just wasn't, it wasn't doing it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you know, this rectum playing isn't isn't working out for me. It's the... Long orphosis. Long orphosis. So, I think think we we figured it out. Yeah, I think we could all time travel. If y'all want to time travel here to complete y'all's uh, y'all's tour, I, I I guess I should elaborate on what I'm talking about so people know. 
They're yes, trying, please. They're, they're trying to be on a podcast in every state. Yes. <laughs> how, how many have y'all, y'all made it to so far? Um, this would be... Uh, how many does Canada count for? Negative negative two. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at like one. Yeah, yeah. We did one with uh, with a gentleman in Ohio on the Random Chatterings podcast. Ollie, uh-huh. he was super fun. And we did the one um, from Illinois too, right? With uh, Jed. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we did the the Man Afraid podcast. That was pretty fun. Yeah. That was a while ago. That was that was pre. Uh, nationwide tour, but the oh, best, okay. right. the best part about the one that we did with the the dude from Ohio, he thought we were actually going to be on the road physically, <laughs> so he was all about us showing up at his house and recording in person, which I think is even more amazing because he was going to let two complete strangers into his home, that, and maybe he hadn't maybe he hadn't listened to the show before and he didn't know what kind of things we were going to talk about because things got weird, or maybe yeah, he has a quick. Buffalo Bills type of hole down in his basement and that's true puts the lotion yeah, on the skin yeah. I didn't think about that we could have been on I the would push you into that hole and run I know. <laughs> I know you would turn the hose on me first before you ran you that's true yeah <laughs> I would say put the lotion in the basket at least once oh, <laughs> he's I coming know. for you and you're like I just gotta lower this lotion first yep wait <laughs> I gotta get this in so yeah if uh, if anybody else out there you know, would care to have us on. We'd love to get this whole, this whole great country of ours represented through our, our guest spots. Yeah. America coming to a, a town near you via podcast and, and Skype. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> through Skype, make sure that that is uh, the main word. Skype. Yes. You, you won't yeah, be knocking well, on their door. No. Well, well yeah, we'll, we'll have to make that. You clear. Never know. Their technological backdoor. <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, Kristen ran away. I don't know where she went. But do y'all guys have any more to talk about on the Philadelphia experiment? Have we decided that we figured out that? Uh, honestly, though, like, what what are you what are your thoughts? Do you think that it that any of this is true? Part of it's true. I don't know, but it's a neat idea. You know, the you know, thought of phasing in and out and those guys being like caught in the middle of the ship and all that stuff. It's 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 a neat story, if nothing else. Yeah, I I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I actually watched um, something from the History Channel for the first time in like five years, and I was like, man, I miss this channel. So thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it and getting me out to a little bit out of my comfort zone, so it was pretty cool. Um, but like I said before, I can get behind almost all the stories, just the teleportation thing. That's just mind-boggling to me. Right. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I buy it. And it's not just the family connection, you know, talking with my dad about stuff. I I totally get on board with it. You know, anything that's got to do with alien technology, potentially. Because I think there's way more out there than we're, you know, privy to. So, I, I buy it. Tyler's sweating when you said that. <laughs> yes! You know what? I, I, I believe feeling it actually He's losing too. semen. <laughs> I believe the Navy would, you know, do that, and then they'd hide it because they'd probably want to save it to like a next major you know war what? or something. That's my adopted dad. My adopted dad was a Navy man. Was he? Yeah, and he's like almost sixty. I bet you he know he's heard stories because he was. Yeah. On there. 
He's on a submarine base and everything. Like, went off on the submarine. Yeah, you should get him on. That'd be cool. Yeah. I totally right. didn't think about that. I'm sorry. We may have to extend this episode. We can call him. He's <laughs> always Special there when guest. I call. What do you think, though? About Do you think any of this is true? All of it's true? Half of it's true? A quarter of it's true? Um, I can believe in it. I mean, my dad used to sing a bunch of songs about some crazy stuff. And some of it had to do with, like, I mean, weird stuff that happened on the ships. Like, I mean, he even said that they saw mermaids before. So, I mean... Tyler, you ever seen Mermaid? <laughs> I My dad don't sang a, a song mermaid. about a seafairy sea sea fairy chanting, or seafairy chanting, and that was a mermaid. And so, like, I mean, there was a bunch of things that my dad always talked about, but I never really got to sit down with him. So now it gives me a reason I should probably sit down with him and ask him what really went on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he used to sing songs about it? Uh, yeah, my dad, whenever I... So, I was adopted when I was 13, and whenever I went and lived with my family, my adopted dad, the way that he got us to, me and my sister to sleep and me and my brother, so me and my sister shared a room, my brother shared a room, he'd sit out in the hallway and he plays guitar, and he has a, oh, this voice, like, it's so, it's very folk and very, like, kind of, like, um, I guess, like, mountain music, kind of, like, country, but he would always sing of a seafarer chanting. Like, it was, I don't know, it's really good. I used to have it on a CD, and I have no clue where it's at now, but, um... If you could find it, I'd put a song on the end Oh, of it. God. Yeah, it's so good. Really he used cool. to always sing songs in the hallway and play on the guitar about all of, like, his adventures, but we never, you know, us as kids, we, we didn't really pay attention to it. We just figured it was like a lullaby putting us to sleep. That's awesome. Little did you know that there was carnage of people stuck in walls and rails and... It wasn't so sweet. Yeah, it would be awful. Yeah, it's like hmm. ring around the rosy. Yeah, that's yeah. a joke. That's stuff, that stuff I fell asleep with. But I mean, I'll have to ask him, and I'll have to follow up with y'all, and let y'all know what he thinks about it and what he says about it. Because he, he, he would sing about certain things, but he never really talked very much about him being a navy man, which is kind of different and weird now that I think about it. Because he was still like in the reserves afterwards, and he knows something. He person. never. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Well. Got the intel. Yep. So, I mean, there's... I guess I've never really heard him talk about it, and no one really ever asked me about it, which is kind of sad now, I guess. So now I need to ask him. So yeah, what, well, now, now's the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you say? You said you believe in it? Yes or no? Um, Maybe so? It's hard for me to believe in such big technology back then, especially if it hasn't been done again. And that's it hasn't well. Though. I mean, I guess yeah, I don't know. That's, but that's where the Montauk project comes into play because people say that that's it's still going on. It's uh, is it now? Well, I mean, we'll get into that one day. Tyler. <laughs> oh yeah, it probably wasn't in San Diego. <laughs> I mean, I believe that it. I, I I think that it could have been done, and it could have been to the extent. But I think that people telling the story over time have made it to be kind of bigger than what it is. I believe it could have been like, yeah, they were doing certain experiments and this is what happened, but I believe like the setting people on fire and trying to turn them back into human they things. Didn't, they didn't set them on fire. <laughs> yeah, they did. They, were they touched combusted. The, they touched they the touched. ghost. They said they touched, they tried to touch the ghost and turn it back to life. And when they touched them, then it turned into... They combusted. They, they combusted. They set them on yeah. fire. They It combusted. They set it them on fire. When they were touching... It was accidental. It wasn't like right. they purposely... So it was set on... They were set on fire by touching them. Because they but, didn't touch their belly buttons in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't caress them. But yeah. 
you know, like, that's, a, I think that over time when a story gets told, that more gets added to it and it gets more kind of, like, extravagant in a way. So, I, I believe that it happened, but not to, like, such an extreme that they think that it, or say that it has. I'm going to say that it's true until we do the research on the Montauk Project and I really find out what's going on there. Until my dad goes, yeah, my dad is there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I'm saying that is because if they continued some type of research and it's connected to the Philadelphia Experiment, then that seems... Uh, plus, I, I, hell, I, I'd like to think that time travel is real. Uh, you know, teleportation. I like all that. Yeah, it'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Oh, if it is. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> but, like I said, until we do the research on the, the Montauk project, I couldn't... There was one documentary I was trying to watch that someone just put together on YouTube. And, uh, what was... Oh, he was... He said the word idea about 47 times in the first five minutes, but every time he said it, he would say idea. Oh no! Oh my god! And I looked in the comments, and people were like, "I can't take another word the the word idea again." See, I, I feel like, like yep, if me the, either. if time traveling is such a thing, like the way that we present things from now until like, you know, like when medicine was coming out, they would all be in the streets and everything, being like, "Oh yeah, take this medicine. This is what's going to happen." Blah blah, you know, and they would parade it around and they would praise it. But now we're so secretive with everything. I feel like if we were back then, like in those medicine times, they'd be like, come out, one come all, look, time travel, and blah, 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 and they'd be like, you, sir, come up here. I think you're thinking <laughs> of people that sold snake oil and, like... Medicine. <laughs> they were like, come, come those buy are medicines. this. medicines. This'll help Cough you. syrups. Yes, those are medicines. Yeah, snake oil salesman. Yeah. Medicine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Well, guys, so do y'all want to plug all y'all stuff? Sure. Bill, you want to jump in there? Yeah, we're the uh, Tattoo Bananas. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and you could Gmail to us at Ink Bananas. I, there you I, go. I heard you guys are on Pornhub, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Grinder. <laughs> and Grinder. Yeah. And Grinder. I knew y'all yeah. were familiar. Tinder. <laughs> Yeah, just just search for anything banana related, and it should just come up for us. A banana injection usually works good. Yeah, we'll, we will take any publicity. Banana. We're not picky. Banana related searches on the Oh yes, they play golf frisbee. Yeah. We do. Yeah. How do, you, do y'all like that? Yeah, it's fun. We call it froth usually. Oh, you're bad, man. <laughs> Nobody, nobody. <laughs> Have you guys done any uh, any disc golfing yet? N- no. We've... I think that some people play it out next to our park that's here, but I don't think we have. I there's somewhere close that there is a disc golf like course, but I haven't. We haven't been to one or even tried it. You should. It's fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Frisbees cool are people. weird though, compared to like a normal frisbee. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> Put it in a little tiny bottle. Aren't they expensive? No, no, they're Some like eight, they're like they're like eight or ten bucks for like the the cheaper ones. I saw one on eBay for ten grand. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you only you oh, use wow. one frisbee throughout the game. Yeah, I don't know the rules. <laughs> That'd be the other problem. I'd have to learn how to play it. Well, because I uh, suck at I suck at just doing like a regular frisbee, so I don't think I could really do golf frisbee. Maybe this would be easier. 
They're oddly different. Well, why don't you guys um, belly button time travel down here and teach us how to play? <laughs> yeah. yeah, done. Yeah, where are you guys in uh, the great state of of Tejas? We are like an hour and a half north of Dallas. Okay. Right on the border, we can spit into Oklahoma. Yeah, as you should. Fucking Oklahoma. They're not even from Texas. They already hate Oklahoma. <laughs> I like you. Yeah. That's horrible. They already have such a bad reputation. Well, like, they kind of bring it upon themselves. That place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for coming on our show. Uh, Thanks for having us. This was fun. Yeah, absolutely. I-, I hope we didn't bore you too much with all our information and reading. And no, it was awesome. I didn't no, mess good, up. Yeah. I didn't mess up as half as much as I normally do, though. That you know of. Y'all are. It's not over yet. Yeah. Y- <laughs> y'all are. Y'all are lucky yeah, bananas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're lucky bananas. That's a good idea. Maybe I should put a banana on my keychain. <laughs> well, furry banana like a furry rabbit's foot. Yeah. God. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot to say he's gonna have a furry banana on his keychain. I'm not gonna screw up now. Please don't fuck up. Wait. So the podcast radio network. Yes. We're uh, we're coming for you guys. You're, oh, you're in that, yeah. You're in that spot above us. So watch your <laughs> yeah, backs. we had like. A hundred more listeners, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I mean, there was, I don't even know. I don't follow this. I don't follow this. They're, they're, co- they're coming over to us this month. Watch your backs. Uh, on the radio, on the radio show that we're on, on every month. Ah, see, I see what y'all did there. Y'all tricked anyone that listens to us to come oh, listen to y'all. Oh, see, delete. Damn it. Control Alt so. Delete right now. <laughs> right. Get it out of here. That they can have people on that listen to them come listen to us. Yeah. I still think it's a banana conspiracy. Yeah, well, <laughs> it probably is. I mean, we're on that Sunday night spot, so that's a pretty that's a pretty quality time slot. Oh, right. it is. Yeah. We're on Mondays. We're on Mondays at 6. Yeah. Here, here's my here's my cheap plug since I'm already Oh, but doing. Mondays Mo- are good. Monday, you know why? Cuz Monday Eastern at 6 p.m. people are coming home from work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, Ooh, right. Yeah. We're on Sunday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern. People are in uh, church at that time. People are in church. (laughs) People are in church church at 7 p.m. on Sundays. At night? It's okay if you go to church and miss our show. (laughs) Just stream it. Stream it from church. Thoughts don't count on podcasting. Or they could be listening to their show while at church. Ah, see? God will understand. Sin, 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 sin. That's another good bumper. What did you though. learn? You could say, tattooed "Listen to the bananas? tattooed bananas." God will understand. Philadelphia oh, experiment with the rotisserie bead picture. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, perfect. But yeah, this was fun, guys. Thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it. So, this is how we we normally just say goodbye, but since y'all are our guests, I I want to say poop on nature. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot it in the fucking face. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's yes. half of it. What, oh, I don't know. What's, what's the other part of it? <laughs> let that love ah, your butt. Damn it. <laughs> I forgot it. <laughs> but that's tough because it's usually a, a, a two-person job there where Bill yeah. just jumps in. So. I do the nasally part. <laughs> step up. All right. Well, thank you guys for, for coming on. And that's going to be it for the show. So that's it for this week's episode. You can go follow the Tattooed Bananas on Twitter 
it's just at tattooed bananas I will have a uh, I will have it in the description also uh, you can find their show on iTunes uh, probably in a couple other places I, I don't I, I listen to them on iTunes so you can find us on iTunes you can rate review and subscribe that would be awesome you can also find us on Google Play Stitcher YouTube you can email us at secrettransmission at hotmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at secrettranspod. You can listen to us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Podcast Radio Network. And remember, we are weekly now. So please come back and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Again, I'm oh, very so bad now, at... Now I'm sad we turned off the video. I want to see what's going on. <laughs> oh, no. Don't we do turn off the video. It, it gets kind of nasty sometimes. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Since me and Tyler are brothers, you know, the incest and all. <laughs> nice. There we go. <laughs> this is exactly what we thought it is. Yeah. <laughs> I I, this is where I, I, I start fucking up because I forget how I, I introduced the show. So... You forget? I forget. I know it's it's just me saying... We're like 30 episodes in and you forget? (laughs) How do I start it? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. Okay. Thank you.